Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Black and White Reviews. You are wonderful. <laughs> so, today we are going to talk about Obi-Wan Kenobi on the whole. On the whole? Yes. Sure. On the whole. Okay. Uh, so, now that everything is settled, I don't know if you guys rewatched any episodes or, you know, gave it a, you know, did the whole thing. Um... So I just figured it's a good opportunity for us to get together and just kind of just go over what we feel about it now as a whole. Um, a lot of people um, have been, you know, very vocal online about if you rewatch the whole thing, but you binge it, it actually feels better like a movie than the way they broke it up here. Because when you're watching it, you're like, this didn't happen, but this happened instead. But I wanted this. It kind of fills that for you because you're not waiting for the next week to get that piece of the puzzle filled in. Um, but... Yeah, it, it seems like, I mean, originally that was the idea. The idea was actually, they were actually going to have an entire trilogy of about Obi-Wan Kenobi, but Solo did so bad in the box office, they said, nah, <laughs> never mind. Uh, so thanks a lot, Solo. Well, um, Solo was kind of plagued from the jump. Didn't have, like, who came in, and then they got rid of him and brought in Ron Howard? I forgot who originally was doing it. So somebody but, was yeah. originally there and, and, and writing and doing the film, and then they got let go, and they I think the reports were like 70% of the movie was done, and then he was just mm -hmm. let go, and they brought in Ron Howard to like clean everything up because it was going so poorly. Right. So that's kind of... I, I don't blame the movie for that. I more blame Disney and whoever was the original director for that film. That's not on the movie specifically. So that's... I don't right. know. I feel like I feel like you could do something else along those lines and it probably wouldn't turn out as bad. And Obi-Wan is one yeah. of those stories that would absolutely deserve something a little bit more fleshed out. Um, so I, I did rewatch the season. I binged it. Mm -hmm. I will say this because because you're right. It does play a little bit better, but there's still like a gap between Obi-Wan not wanting to do anything. And then all of a sudden, bam, he's like Obi-Wan all over again. And it's like, OK, something is missing. Mm -hmm. It feels like it feels like there should be an episode or two like in between to like build him up as a character or at least, you know, something happened to make him want to turn everything back on again for himself. And it's just not there. It's probably it's, it's one of the big criticisms I have about the show. But other than that, you know, I thought the show was fantastic, you know, so it's like it's Obi-Wan <laughs> flips the switch and then he's Obi-Wan again. And the relationship that he has with Leia you take those out and replace them with almost anything, the show was infinitely better, hmm. in my opinion. But as it stands, I thought it was okay. I'm more looking forward to whatever they do in the future with this, if, if they do a season two, because it's very obvious that it's going to be him and Qui-Gon mm -hmm. and whatever happens with his next adventure before we get to New Hope, right? Hopefully, yeah. they don't try to write Leia into it, or anything mm. Skywalker, or anything mm. Empire-esque. Hopefully it's just Obi-Wan. Right. That would be the best. If they didn't bring the Skywalker saga into it at all. I, I, yeah, they, I, it, it, there shouldn't be moving anything. Moving forward with Star Wars in general, I don't want to see anything Skywalker. I'm tired of it. You <laughs> don't need to do anything with the Skywalker lineage ever again. Nope. It's been done to death, and the only thing that you're going to do at this point is create more continuity errors. Unless you count Rey Skywalker. Sure, because she just shows a name. 
Who are your parents? Oh, they were just some people. Well, I'm a Skywalker. Like, okay. oh, didn't oh, didn't great. I send you something that was it was like Rava is like you could be anything you can be now. She goes, okay, I'm Rava Skywalker. I'm Rava Skywalker. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I will I, say I think, this. Go ahead. When I was younger, <clears throat> Disney did a fantastic job giving me so much good stuff as a kid. They helped mm-hmm. form my childhood. Now as I get older, they are aiding in destroying my childhood. And as much as this show was good, and I love this, I mean, out of all of them so far, this is up there with Mandalorian with me, but they're twisting things up to a point where, you know, to your point, Will, like, let's leave the Skywalker legacy alone. Like, there's no need. They could have done this entire thing without Leia. Hmm. Leia could have been kidnapped. Scene one, last scene of the episode, she gets, of the season, she gets saved. Outside of that, she could have been left alone the it entire even, time. It, could have, I think it, was, it should have been, it should have been unbeknownst to her that Obi-Wan had anything to do with her rescue. Like he can go, that too, he right. can help, but he can be in the background. Like Leia never had to see Obi Wan at all, but he could mm-hmm. have still aided in her rescue. Like it didn't, it didn't have to go that way. There were a million different ways to tell that story. Yeah, yeah. I will, I will say that, and it's well, it, it's really funny that you bring up that uh, Disney is <laughs> slowly the destroying childhoods. Um, I don't know why this happened, but recently I was going down, you know, the YouTube rabbit hole of something Star Wars, and I ended up coming across an interview that Lucas did shortly after the release of uh, of Sith, and I think it was when he did 60 Minutes, and he was, re- like, I can't believe that I'm going to say this about George Lucas, but he was incredibly insightful in the way that he was talking about the direction that Hollywood was going in, and he said, basically, mm. that they want proven commodities, they want proven IPs that is going to make them money. And he made a great analogy. He said, the way that movie making should be is you should give a guy a whole bunch of money, send him to the crap table and tell him to double it and bring it back. Like, that's the way movie Mm. making should be. You should be taking risks. But for some reason, they don't want to take risks anymore. They want to return on their investment. And you got to remember, he did this interview in what, 04, 05, shortly after that movie came out. And here we are. You know, 15, 16 years later, and it's the same thing. Like, everything that he said came to fruition. And it's yeah. unreal. Well, the thing is, too, is George Lucas, he... <clears throat> if anyone had a hand in changing the movie industry, it was George Lucas. Absolutely. I would say him more than Spielberg, more than Peter Jackson, more than anybody else. Because, I mean, even if you go back prior to Star Wars... Credits were done at the beginning of the movie. Star Wars is one of the first movies to do it. He was actually, he was actually kicked out of the director's guild for doing stuff like that. He was part of, and they wouldn't let him do it. <clears throat> but he took a chance. He took a. He took a. He he was saying he he made a risk, and he took a risk, and it paid out big time for him. Um. <clears throat> The person who paid out big time the most was uh, what's his name who played Obi Wan, the original. Um, yeah, Alec Guinness. Because he got paid for everything, whereas everybody else just got paid a flat rate. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. He got paid for mm-hmm. all his, for all the royalties, for all 
toys sold, for all mm-hmm. movies sold, for ticket stubs, for the VHS when they came out. They he got paid on all royalties, and he was the only one to get paid on that good, moving forward. Good on him for securing that in his contract. <laughs> yep, right. Make your money. But you know, I don't understand why you know Disney of all people they're they're. They're giving out what they think people want versus actually giving people what they want. They'll, they're giving out what will make them money. But they would make so much more money if they gave people what they want. It's not, it, no, they're giving out what is a guarantee to make them money. If somebody comes to Disney with an original idea, it's not a proven IP. It's not going to make them any money. I completely understand that. Mm-hmm. And there's only, I mean, it's really sad to say, but I mean... And I know the two of you, the two of you have said multiple times on this podcast that you're not really into horror anymore, but you have to give a lot of respect to somebody like Jordan Peele, who's coming up with original, oh, original ideas and actually taking a chance on himself. But that's him spending his own money. The same thing Absolutely. with um, John Krasinski and the, and the two Quiet, mm-hmm. Quiet Place films. Place. Like, that's him taking mm-hmm. a chance on himself. That's not a studio telling him what to do. That's these, these two people right. who decided, I'm going to take a chance on myself. Kevin Smith mm-hmm. is another right, one that I would they're... throw in that category. But when you go back 30, 40, 50 years, that was everybody. Everybody right. was right, taking they're... risks. And to your point, they're taking risks and they're becoming successful at doing it. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Why, yes. wouldn't, why wouldn't studios like Disney, like MCU, like all these places? Because they're too hungry. Th- yeah. They, they, want, would they make want guarantees. More. They want guarantees. They want guarantees. They're, they want guarantees. Too many. Well, their guarantee many, the thing, the, the for Black too- Widow, for Eternals, mm-hmm. for all these movies are flopping left and right. Boba Fett flopped. Eternals flopped. Um, I'm pretty sure as, but I'm, Black Widow flopped. Um, Doctor Strange flopped. Like it, it's, it's just because we didn't like him doesn't mean that they flopped. You have to look at it from a financial perspective. They all right. made money. Yes, they did. They all made Disney money. They were the, they're, yeah. they're gonna you 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 stamp on MCU to something, and then you go on and say, "Well, this happened in a comic book storyline," and that's that's all you need. At this point, that's really all you need. Yep. It doesn't matter what that's the story it. is. So as long as it's derived from comics. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. Oh, Stan it, it was, Lee. Wrote, were, okay, Stan Lee, Jack Kirby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> sure. It's funny you were going on. Um, George Lucas back in the day. Now, I know neither of you guys have probably watched this if, I mean, if not this episode, um, but Legends of Tomorrow. Remember that horrible uh, DC show that they had? It was like a spinoff of The Flash and all of those. No, they it was, had no, one it was episode. a spinoff of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So basically, no. it, yeah, because well, we, okay. Legends of Tomorrow was all the, the either the anti-heroes or the villains or the sidekicks all coming together as one. Yeah. And the whole time travel thing with Rory from Doctor Who? Doctor Who. He was a time master. <laughs> right. Yeah. But that was only in the first season. He was gone after the first season. But there right. was one episode that if you don't watch any of them, just watch this one. So Brandon Routh, who played Superman, you know, in Superman Adam. Returns, he's the Adam. And there's an episode where they go back in time and they somehow freak out George Lucas because they saw them, him go, like, they went back in time and did something. And he saw something that was alien-like and he said, never mind, I'm not making Star Wars. And then 
since that happened, all of the people, mostly with Brandon Routh's character, the Atom, he started losing all of his technology. His things started disappearing, like Back to the Future, erasing, because George Lucas was his inspiration for everything he did to get into um, science and to become this, like, you know, physicist and um, bio, you know, whatever he did. So it was actually really cool the way they did that. So the, the whole movie is, or the whole episode is them trying to get, trying to fix things and and help George Lucas change his mind to actually make Star Wars. <laughs> um, check it out. It's actually pretty funny because then they always do a lot of stuff. They throw Back to the Future references in there all the time, Star Wars references. The first, I think it had to be in the first season because after I watched the first episode, I think, of season two and I stopped. But there were a cool, a few cool episodes that, you know, the little tidbits in there like, oh, and that's how so-and-so did this. And that's where they got the idea for such-and-such. It was from Time Travelers. Well, I'll so, say this, too. <clears throat> the other night, I watched um, Captain America, the first Avenger, with my wife mm, and my kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she stayed awake. The whole time. And um, wow. I watched it, and I was like, man... This is what it's like to watch a good MCU film. They had special effects. Not everything was CG'd. And what I feel like they're doing right now with the MCU and with Star Wars, it started with Star Wars, is when you look at the original trilogy to the sequel trilogy, the prequel trilogy, they added so much CG into the film that it didn't even feel real anymore. MCU, Star Wars, now they're adding so much CG. Everything's green screened. Like, where's the, where's the risk? Where's the adventure? Where's the, you know, like, ah, like I miss it. And well, well in the Mandalorian, didn't uh, Favreau do that whole like immersive set thing where it's like actual screens around them? It's not green screens. So people are, are walking in like a, a, a set that's, it's it's digitally there, but the actors are actually walking through it. That would be cool. Are you talking That's about what they did? Are you talking about um like rear screen projection or something like that? I, I'm not sure what it is Kub- that they did. Kubrick, they, been... Kubrick did it at the beginning of 2001. <gasps> mm-hmm. So the the scene with the apes and they're all going nuts over the monolith. The whole backdrop yeah. wasn't there. Like the mountains in the right. background of the desert weren't there. It was like real screen projection or something. I, right. I, I'm, I might be mispronouncing the term. I apologize, but no, I think you think you're you're spot on. Okay. I think it's that, but it's it's a it's an updated version okay. of it. But the, right. it's it's like a 360 world that's created around them. Um, so when they're walking through it, I don't know. I, I was why watching did, something on it, <clears> and Favreau was doing an amazing job with it. Why did Favreau get out of doing Star Wars stuff? I'm. I'm not. Sh- I don't know. He. I don't think he did. Isn't he still somehow producing some of the stuff that's coming out? I don't know. But he. Like he did Mandalorian. He didn't do Boba Fett. No. He doesn't have producers. He didn't credits. do. And he didn't do. Um, I'd Obi-Wan. be very surprised if he doesn't, at the very least, have like executive producer credits on everything that's come yeah. out since. That would be. That would surprise yeah. me. Yeah, I'm not really sure. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I think he's just. I think he's been helping with the with the production one way or another. He's still involved in production. Um, he, let me see, da, 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 Disney Plus serving as executive producers, The Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett, and Ahsoka. Yeah, he's still yeah, involved. He's still it's involved. just that he's not. Yeah, that would be that would that would surprise me if he wasn't. Not yeah. an Obi Wan. No, no, but he's in, but he's involved one way or another. Well, 
And to your to, and to your to your whole thing about you know CG and you know being in that kind of environment, at least Kenobi felt real. <laughs> well, it wouldn't mm-hmm. be half that set like Tatooine. Not a hard place to go film. Desert go to go a to, desert. Go to a desert. In, 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 impose two moons. <laughs> Transparency, eighty percent. Yep. Like that's it. Yep. Right. Yep. <laughs> you know. Um. But it's just I don't know. It's I feel like they're they're again they're I feel like they're taking away from storyline. They're taking away from you know they're getting one or two good actors versus really trying to get a real good ensemble going. Um, mm-hmm. And they're they're trying to put more money into the CG to make that look good versus putting more money into. <clears throat> you know, story, directing, you know, let's put the well, money where it's supposed to go. Cause it's, well, we it's, talked about that in like the, what the, the first or no, the third or was it the third episode of this second? It had to be the third um, where it's like, I think they just gave up on the writing at this point. When they when the whole I am what you made I me thing, it's just like I feel me. like they just like they were like you were oh, spot on. We have to, when you we said have to it do this scene. Ten year old. <laughs> oh yeah, well it was just it was like all everything that they just did before that was like that's where all their budget went, and then at that scene, you know, and, and all that dialogue, they just they're like, oh yeah, we don't need to worry about writing for this one. Let's just make sure it looks good. You know what? You know what okay. makes that scene even more infuriating is the way that the series ended with how amazing mm-hmm. the dialogue was, and then you look back on something like that, and it's like, how did this? I know. <laughs> I know. It's, who, it's ridiculous. Who greenlit well, that. All, all they did was, you know what? Let's recast Hayden Christensen for no reason at all. <laughs> no reason. I, I, you know Let's what? Re- you know what? I'm not gonna say no reason. I maintain you did not need him in the suit, which we all know he was in the suit. You didn't need him for that, but for the flashbacks, for him, you know, off that in stuff, the distance. Fine. All that stuff is perfectly fine, but to put him in the suit, hundred eh, percent, was was I'm, a waste I'm fine of money. With him in the suit, I don't really care. But recasting James Earl Jones, which I think would be stupid not to, but recasting you're, 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 you're saying recast, and that generally means that they're replacing. So just they're not replacing I, I, James it, Earl Jones. Not replacing. When yeah, I say no. recast. I mean they're. I, I know what you mean. Reusing just, them again. Yes, bringing um, them back. They're bringing and bringing you McGregor back. Mm-hmm. Had it not been for that, it's like. One of the reasons, in my opinion, why Solo crashed and burned is because they didn't really get great actors, A, and B, they didn't get great actors. Like Rogue One, it didn't touch the, 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 the um, Skywalker saga. Like it was, the, it was part of it, but it was the outskirts of it. You saw cameos of like Darth Vader and R2-D2 and C-3PO. And that was enough. Mm-hmm. I think, and it I th- tied it in. I think it's a little bit. This right here. I think it's a little bit more than that. I think the big problem with Solo is Harrison Ford are some impossible shoes to fill. Right. right. It was and never going to, no matter who they got to play that role, right. it was never going to. Like Harrison Ford, Billy D. Williams, these are impossible people to replace. Ooh. No matter I know, I, what say they that. do. But Donald Glover did an amazing job. Donald Glover did. To, hang on. Donald Glover did a good job playing Billy D. Williams. Donald Glover did mm-hmm. not do a good job playing Lando Calrissian. There's a big okay, difference that's, here. Exactly. Now that's what I was going to get at before. So I've well, always well, said this when on, we talk about hold, Solo. Um, so the 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 actor that they got to play young Han Solo, I, I always said 
hmm, I can buy him as a young Han Solo, but not a young Harrison not Ford. At all. And that's why and, and that's why I was able to allow it and say, hey, if he was that much younger, okay. It, like, so I bought him being that character. I didn't. So that, that's the that's the big question that it comes down to. Whenever you have somebody you know recast for a younger version or an older version or whatever, you, you have two things you're comparing. You're saying, and it's it's subconscious, you're not doing it on purpose, but most of the time we all go, I wonder if this person's gonna look like a younger or older, and we put the actor's name in that box. We don't necessarily go into it saying, hmm, this person is playing a good name the character. So in this case, I would say, although Solo did not do well, I didn't mind that actor stepping in to play the Solo role. It's just I would have liked to see a little more Harrison Ford thrown into it just to kind of bridge the gap to satisfy that that urge that we're all kind of saying, I'd like to see somebody try to tackle it. So only because only because we've done the movie and it's in our backlog and I know it'll bother Chuck for me to bring it up. I'm going to go ahead and say the bar is set pretty high with somebody like Joseph Gordon-Levitt playing a younger mm. version of Bruce Willis. Like, <laughs> he he did a really good job. So the bar for that kind of thing, like, re- quote-unquote, replacing an actor or a character is already set pretty high. In the Star Wars universe, you had Sebastian Stan. Like, that, he did a fantastic job, even though they, they, they did a whole lot of dress-up. You know what I mean? What? What are you talking about? It wasn't Sebastian Stan, like... Didn't they impose Luke's face on Sebastian Stan? No, no, it wasn't Sebastian Stan. It wasn't. No, it was somebody else. It was. It was a straight up, straight deep fake. They didn't. It was not Sebastian Stan. We were talking about I it being it was Sebastian, Sebastian Stan. Stan. No, it was oh, not. Okay, I'm wrong. I'm okay. Ignore me. No, my, my and it's actually was, credited as as uh, Mark Hamill. Oddly enough, it was Unless his they voice. Used Mark Hamill. They used his it was voice. his voice. Yeah. Unless they used Mark and Hamill likeness. and deep faked a younger version of his face onto his face and just did a bad job with it. Yeah, it was, um, it was odd. No, no, the thing talking, is, you talking, can actually, you could really talking, see... talking the end of Mandalorian season two, two or... End of no. Oh, well, that was, yeah, that was... Not the end. Thing. I mean, the end of season one. where he was. X-Wing? No, no, that was the end of season two. Um, no, the, the original where he came in and took Yoda. Not yep, Yoda. End of, end of season two, right? One. Season you're confusing two. it. You're confusing you're it with Boba Fett. Oh, you're right. Yes, it's the end of season two, Mandalorian, and then we saw him again later on in the book of Boba Fett. <laughs> that's I know, how they all kind of run together. That's how much Boba Fett meant to me. It was actually Mandalorian, two point five. It was two. But the point I was trying to make is the only reason why Obi this the only reason why this series and even Boba Fett got as big as it did is because of the people that they put into it. The writing mm-hmm. wasn't... Boba Fett was... If they didn't use... What's his name? Who plays... Tomorrow um, Morrison. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If they didn't use him, and there was no connection to the universe through that, it would have failed even worse. Mm-hmm. But they're relying on these big names to bring them the money. Mm-hmm. It's like, so-and-so's well, they- in this. Everybody will watch it because you and McGregor's playing in it. Well, they brought back Pelimoto, the mechanic. <laughs> Awful. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I there's a whole this TV sh- this TV show I thought was really really good. I'm with Will on this one. They could have left a big chunk of Leia out of it. Mm-hmm. Not 
an actual chunk of her, but uh, her <laughs> acting. <laughs> <laughs> that just got morbid really quick. <laughs> <laughs> and if they never brought Luke, bringing Luke into it was the dumbest thing. I, it was I a thought massive was the, mistake. The dumbest thing out of the whole thing was bringing Luke into it. Why? Why? I, I, we all know why. Why Anakin? You could use his name. Anakin having a conversation, even with they they could have brought Owen Lars into it. Anakin's uh, Obi Wan's having a conversation with with Owen, and they're using they're dropping Luke's name, which would have been fine, but introducing a character to play him was not needed. Yeah, well, that's why they really didn't go into him very much. Like he kind of stood there in the background, and actually, I recently saw like of the the longest you really saw his face in a shot was when Obi Wan walked over to him and did his hello there. Hello there. Uh, somebody somebody ad- edited the video where all of a sudden Luke has like two extra arms come out and lightsabers. He's like, General Kenobi. And he starts like <laughs> fighting back. It's like, oh, great. Yeah, that's what Yeah, but like doing. even to our point when episode five happened, the very end of it, and they centered Luke for that end of the, like the before band. they rolled the credits. Yeah, Sleeping. why? Uh, why? Because why? you know what it it what really what really <laughs> irks me the most about something like that is realistically looking at it, you have 18 20 years of empire-esque story that you could tell that does not involve Skywalker. It's very you could very easily make something up I know what you're going to do. You're going to bring up some type of EU thing where it's like, oh, you have this and you have this and you have this. And before you even... Not at all. I I was going to agree with you. Like, you could tell any of the stories out of anything in the EU that takes place in that time frame and expand on it. What I'm saying is I agree that there was way too much Leia in it. If there was no Luke in it, could you imagine how many people would be like, but where's Luke when this is all happening? Because we knew this was going to take place on Tatooine. I don't listen. To we them. all on know Tatooine, where Luke is when this people. is all happening. I don't listen to those. people. I know, but those people. Th- th- but those, they're not, not real listen, Star Wars fans. Those, those people to I'm me. I'm not. I'm not backing it up. I'm just saying that is why. And just like any politician, people who are making movies cannot please everybody. You know, everybody. No, they're hate, not like, meant to please everybody. Trump, they're meant to please the real fans. Exactly. They're not meant to please everybody. They're meant to please the real fans. No, if someone, if, if somebody is, compl- I'm sorry, if somebody they're, is complaining about why wasn't Luke in it, they're not a real star because a real Star Wars fan knows exactly where Luke was. He was at his house playing mm-hmm. with toys, trying to do whatever, <laughs> doing what a ten year old kid does. Moist Nobody cares. He's, he's, he's Listen, learning how they, to farm. Like that's what we know about Luke. Everybody knows I'm, that about Luke during this time frame. I'm not backing it up, saying it needed to be there. I'm just giving you the reason why they did it. I agree with you completely, but I'm still saying that I think the, it's anybody. Dumb. In, it, I agree with Chuck. <laughs> anybody out there who honestly like would be clamoring, "Oh, but where's Luke? Oh, this show is trash because Luke wasn't in it." Like, no, I, I'm not listening to you. You, you, you are ir- irrelevant to me <laughs> because you're not really a Star Wars fan. If you're asking that question, and and this, a true this, Star Wars fan will know exactly what's going and on. And this whole thing. And I get it. This whole thing about how, you know, Star Wars and the Skywalker name need to be linked is bogus because you did Rogue One that had none of that. And it was amazing. So uh, and I was even the and the best part about Rogue One is when they brought Darth Vader in. 
I was like, it was ho, 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 fantastic. Yeah. Like, it was it, fantastic. So it it actually made the movie. It was, the movie was already fantastic. It just enhanced it that much more. Versus going, you know what? We're gonna make the entire movie like this the entire time. No, mm-hmm. you don't need to do that. And if if Stop if, if see, you could do these things where it's both a proven commodity and good for your IP and it's going to make you a buttload of money and it's going to be profitable. And you can also do the thing where it's kind of offbeat and it's not really a known quote unquote thing. Guardians was successful separate from the core four of the Avengers. Rogue One was successful separate from, you know, anything Skywalker. So these stories can work. Just do them. It's not that difficult. Mm hmm. And the thing is, and this is my opinion about the whole thing, especially with Disney and now and the MCU. MCU, maybe not so much because they were created for what they do. Right. But most production companies, they need to just pay to have it done. Leave their fingers and their hands out of the actual movie making part. You are the investor. You're the people paying for it to be done. Let the directors... Let the actors do their part. Let them make the movie and you just fund it. Then leave everything else alone. You don't need to put your Sony doesn't need to put their two cents in because so-and-so is going on or Disney doesn't make, put their two cents in because now they own Star Wars. Great. Star Wars was a bigger fan, was a bigger um, franchise before Disney bought it out. And they just need to leave their fingers alone on it. Like, just let it go. So research has shown us that audiences like A, so do more A, please. Thank you. Oh, oh, and by the way, they also noticed that they they don't like B, so so don't do any of B. Thank you. Oh, and and they also like fifty percent of C, so uh, do fifty percent of C in this movie. Thank you. That's what happens, and it becomes a cookie be- cutter, exactly. predictable film every time. Exactly. I and and Lee and I have talked about this before. We, Lee and I have actually talked about this at length once, never on a podcast. Chuck, have you ever, if you have, I'll be surprised, ever seen the cartoon, <laughs> well, Adult Swim short, Too Many Cooks? No, no. Too Many Cooks. It, Please don't. I'm not going to sing it. Um, it's, it's this amazing thing that basically, send it to you. That basically describes <laughs> the death of, of late 80s, early 90s sitcoms and how everything had to be very cookie cutter. And there were too, I'm sending it. Don't look it up. Too many cooks. It like it. Yeah, it's gonna take you way too long to watch. Like it's a, like it's this 15 minute thing that that Adult Swim just aired randomly one night at like 3 a.m. and just confused everybody. But it's a it's a great metaphor for what <laughs> they actually, open up the. Yeah, this, don't. Where they don't. open up the credits yes, with the I know, whole. Um, I know. It's yeah. it's a whole thing. <laughs> it's a whole <laughs> thing. When <laughs> we're when we're done here, go watch it, and we'll talk about it later. Well, but it's actually yes. this wonderful metaphor about how when you have too many hands in the pot, it actually ruins everything. So hundred percent. So does. sometime in the mm-hmm. mid nineties, when you had <laughs> the entire cast all gunning for themselves, plus the executive producers, plus the directors, plus the writers all putting an input on what the show should be in entire, it completely falls apart. The same thing can be applied to movies. The same thing can be applicable here. So it's, I don't know. It's just, it's really, it's disheartening and it's, it sucks. (laughs) I will say that. But on the flip note, what I really did like about uh, Kenobi was Hugh McGregor. 
I mean, he actually looked like he wanted to be there. He tried. He gave it his mm-hmm. all. He was fantastic, his acting style, going from just beaten down and broken and defeated to like, you know, this scene where all of a sudden he sees all of these people that are in dire need and they need help. And oh my God, people are actually fighting against the Empire. Yay. And it like reinvigorated him to end everything with him saving Leia and then seeing Qui-Gon and him being ready to see him. Like that was a fantastic story. Like his arc, mm-hmm. his arc alone, not not Leia, not anything else. His arc alone, like coming face to face with Vader and the way that everything ended, I thought it was fantastic storytelling. It was it was beautiful. It was it was, it yeah. was amazing. And and you and McGregor, I'm willing to bet that people, if if anyone was like, you need to act this way, he was like, no, I already know Obi Wan. Like I'm gonna go back to where I was. You know, I know how to 12, do twelve, fifteen years. <laughs> I know twenty years ago. I know what I'm doing. You know. <clears throat> Um, aside from that, I agree with you on that. I think, to be honest, I think, um, Hayden Christensen's rendition of Darth Vader was bar bar none, the best acting I've seen in a long, long Mm -hmm. time. There's nothing that compares to Hayden Christensen, you know, donning the suit of Darth Vader. Um, his acting was phenomenal. Okay, I, tr- um, I tried. I tried to pivot to some things that we like because we've been bashing on this for about a half hour now. Like I, I made an attempt. I tried. So I'm trying to give Hayden Christensen a, a, a little something here. I will say he did a great. When you see him as Anakin, the way that they blended it, the it voices, bring, it brings you back. It came. That was phenomenal. The way that they blended the voices was fantastic. That was my probably one of my it's, favorite it's, scenes yeah. out of the entire six yes. episodes. Yes, it was perfect. I said this that I said this last week when we did the finale. Everything about that fight scene, all the way up until half his mask gets chopped and and the blending of the voices and Obi Wan basically leaves him for dead all over again. I said it last week. I'll say it again after having binged it. It's my favorite scene in all of Star Wars. It's mm-hmm. it's fantastic, amazing. Yeah, it really is. That entire sequence is amazing. So, and I want to I want to clarify. I'm not ripping apart this six part miniseries. I'm ripping apart certain elements, the production studios yeah, that are that are just you know they're just being stupid. <laughs> it's it sounds like this is kind of hitting close to home, Chuck. <laughs> the way you worded I'm sorry. that. I'm sorry. When you grow up, this is like. Well, I'm not saying that it's it sounds like it parallels some other situations involving uh, people who just need to kind of fund it and direct it from afar and let other people do what they need to do. Um, the, the more you went into it, the more I was going, aha, aha. I wasn't thinking about that, but you make a good point. Oh, it's it's spot on. You you said it to a T anyway. So no, I yes. just think it's I just think it's for me. If I didn't grow up with Star Wars. I wish, let me say it this way. I grew up with Star Trek. When J.J. Abrams came back out and recreated Star Trek, before it came out, I was sweating. I was nervous about how are they going to do this? Like, Mm -hmm. they have 50 years of history. How are they going to do this? Right, probably how Will felt about Heath Ledger playing the Joker. (laughs) Like, just... (laughs) (laughs) But he Funny took guy. a risk. Right. <laughs> he and Chris Pine is somebody I could say he played a good Captain Kirk. He didn't mm-hmm. try to be um, William Shatner. He tried to nope. be Kirk, and he did a fantastic right. job with it. Exactly. He made it his own. 
But J.J. Abrams took a risk doing what he did. He didn't make a cookie-cutter movie, and he paid off. And the trilogy was fantastic overall. And it actually created people who weren't Trek fans, Star Trek fans, become Star Trek fans. Star Wars, you could watch the, the prequel trilogy for the first time. Most people aren't going to be like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to go back and watch the other stuff because that was so awesome. They're mm. not saying that. Disney, this I, is I blame Disney. Point. This is a really good point because I'm, I'm part of that. I, went, I, I, watched all three of, I watched all three of the new Star Trek films in one go. And right. I, I, I went back and I'm, I'm in, in the middle of watching some of the older films. And I can't see the same thing happening for anybody watching the prequel trilogy. The prequel, uh, mm-hmm. the sequel trilogy. My, my fault. For no. I can't no. see anybody wanting to go back. No. Hmm. No, and we're just, we're, we're, we're missing, we're missing that extra oomph, that special something that makes it like, okay, it feels like the same universe, but there's something different that I, that makes me want to enjoy it more. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, ah, I don't know. And it's, I think that for me is watch. When I went back and watched Captain America. I was like, this is what watching a good MCU film looks like. So, like it was fantastic compared to like Doctor Strange, you know, multiverse so, of madness, multiverse of dullness. Star Trek has so much content. And now Star Wars is 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 rivaling it with all the the EU stuff and everything else. It's like, okay, cuz before it was like Star Trek, you had the show, you had the movies, you had like five different other versions of the show. They've got the new one with Discovery that's been out for a few years now. They have Discovery. Um, they have they've Picard, got the animated one, and they have um, and they have uh, um, one with Christopher Pike. I forget what it's called. Right. Yeah. So I mean, they have all these things, and they're they're trying to step it Strange back up and getting into shows. Yeah. So, but the thing was before, I'd liked Star Wars before because they were. It was like it was just finite. It's that you had three movies and you could just kind of get into them. And then they had books and like, oh, I want to read more about this. But for Star Trek, I could never get into it because I'm I'm a I had to do everything in sequence. You know, And I'm like, I'm not going to go all the way back and, and buy all these, you know, DVDs of Star Trek to catch up or whatever. And, you know, this is before streaming and all that stuff. Like, I'm not going to get into that. Um, so. I said, I'm like, I'll stick with Star Wars. It seems like it's easier to follow. There's less crazy technology. It's like a space western, blah, blah, blah. But the reality has become now, since there was so little Star Wars to begin with, when Lucas did his his prequel trilogy, you know, we had one, two, and three. Like, okay, good. You filled in the gaps. Thank you. We're good. We don't have to go really anywhere else from here. And then they're like, let's make a sequel trilogy. <laughs> Okay. Well, it was always slated to be nine films. So, right, right. But Lucas had nothing to do with the rest of these. Nothing. And right. if he did, I will tell you for a complete fact that Luke would not have been the Luke that we got. So, oh, no. another thing that you absolutely another not. thing that you have to take into consideration. I don't. It, you say that it was always supposed supposed to be nine. Lucas mm-hmm. had no intentions on ever doing episode seven. Not like that. N- not, not at like all. That. No, back in the mm. 90s, there was always talk. In the 80s and 90s, there was always talk the of same him doing inter- nine in, films. In the same interview that I referenced earlier, when he did 60 Minutes, I forget who the interviewer was back in that. A- 
asked him explicitly, do you plan on doing episode seven? Can you ever see this happening? And Lucas said emphatically, no. Okay. So yeah, I, we knew that he was going to do four, five, and six, one, two, and three. We knew that he was going to um, do four, five, that. six, one, two, three. But as far as like seven, eight, nine, I, I don't, I don't know if he ever had that to, planned. To be, I mean, to be honest, if if they didn't make seven, eight, and nine, Darth Vader is dead. The Empire is dead. Emperor, the Emperor yep. is dead. It's the perfect the ending. Is shot. Yep. It's the yep. perfect ending. Yep. What the fact? I will be. The fact that they the brought Palpatine back. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that horrible scroll scroll that just came oh in? That's the crawl. God. That just as it comes up, you go, Who wrote this? But oh, it must have been the same person who wrote I Am What You Made. You know me. what though? Because that was the worst the like the worst written crawl they've ever had. You know what though? For really and, and maybe this is maybe this is just our age and, and the fact that we don't like something like this. Blame all of those people who are at that Comic-Con and that viral video that went out of Palpatine coming out on stage and said, play it again. And it was just like, and, and you have a thousand people in that auditorium losing their minds. They were all about it. Yeah, it was. But the thing is, you got to be careful what you wish for. And I'm pretty sure a lot of those fans that were all about it got this and they would go, they would go, oh, well, that's just odd. You I mean, we even saw the, we even saw the emperor in this. We got to see a hologram of him. How come every time we see him, he looks different and not aged, just different. Well, up until this one, it's been the same guy every time. Well, no, he was, it was always, it was still him. It wasn't, yeah. No, it's yes. The, What's his name? It's still him. What's his name? Ian McDermott. Who? Yeah, it's it. Ian McDermott. Ian, okay, Ian McDermott. I will Mc, say this. McDermott. The Dermot. fan made. Bat, I will say this. Dermot. The fan made Batman versus Darth Vader was better than half of the prequel. The, the prequel. It, it was pretty awesome, wasn't yeah. it? Sequel trilogy. <laughs> that was great. And I love how they. I love how they took the whole bashing his uh, control panel in the front there from the Batman versus uh, Darth Vader. I mean, that was straight up, like, awesome. Just like, oh, destroy that. Let's see how that goes. Um, you, a bone that I'm going to throw to a lot of the younger generation who are, are currently growing up with the sequel trilogy, we have the luxury of having 30-plus years of having these movies pretty evenly spaced out from one another. So it's mm. really easy for us to, to, to look at it at, at, from what you were talking about early, earlier, like barrier to, barrier to entry. Like, for us, it's not that bad. For mm -hmm. them, I don't know. <laughs> like, it's a, it's, it, you, you, I, I think that's something else that you have to think about. Yeah, yeah. for us, it was roughly every 20 years yeah, or so. Yeah, it was, well, yeah, 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 around, around about every 15 to 20 years, there was, there was, there was, you know, a new trilogy that came out. So we have, we have that luxury. You had the late seventies to the early eighties. Then you had the late ninety, the late nineties to the early two thousands. Two thousands, and then you had what 2016, 2015 when um through twenty twenty ish. Yeah. Now, yeah, yeah. So roughly yeah. every twenty years, yeah. you had a new trilogy, and wow, and which is fine. <laughs> he said, "Wow, <laughs> I can't believe twenty years." What? <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Wow. Oh man. Um <laughs> Star Trek goes back to like the, the 50s and 60s is when they started. Yikes. But so yeah, you do have that, you know, start and like 
it's like watching Lord of the Rings. There was three movies. We expected it. It was done. Great. When they brought out The Hobbit, we were all like, why? Why? Just make one movie. Yeah, make a trilogy. Did that make it one movie? So correct me if I'm wrong, but The Hobbit was a trilogy that was based off of one book. Correct. The smallest book of the four of them. That's it was the smallest book out of of the four books that he wrote, and they made a three part. Yeah. How do you stretch that story out? Like I have asked Peter Jackson. (laughs) If if anything, the original movies should have been two parters for each book. I've heard somebody make that comparison before. Oh yeah, I've heard. Well, if they're they they literally, if you do the extended versions, they are literally two two hour four hours. Yeah, they're they're four they were four and a half four, hours four, each. I think they were like four, five, four hours, 15, yeah. Each? Each. Yes, yeah. each. We're, we're never oh, yeah. doing anything like that. <laughs> well, we did Snyder Cut, so it was like... <laughs> I have yeah. no interest in Lord of the Rings, so... Oh, it's, if you like fantasy, it's fantastic. I, I oh. like fantasy. See, that's the thing. I do like <laughs> if fantasy. If you like fantasy, it's fantastic. I, I do like fantasy, but that's four and a half hour if movies. You, nah, I'm all set. <laughs> If you like icy things, you'll really like ice. Sure. So that was that was that was pretty poor. Well, not... if, if you like fantasies, it's fantastic. You see. If you're wearing shoes, there are shoes on your feet. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so I think the biggest thing that came out of this is we finally got something, you know, from Star Wars recently that is really just well acted you know aside from that bad dialogue with Darth Vader um I I think we don't have any issues with the acting in in this I don't have any for the most part I mean even the girl who played Leia was fantastic as an actress yeah Mm -hmm. little little actress yeah yep Vivian Lyra Blair Mm -hmm. sure yep James Earl Jones I don't like talking about 10 to 15 year old actors and actresses it makes me feel like I've accomplished nothing in my life (laughs) (laughs) you got ice chips he did a pretty good job crushed ice crushed ice 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 chips Jackson Jr. Um, yeah he was there Jimmy Smith I don't know what he was up to but it it seemed like they were CGing his face like his eyes for some reason not sure or just lots of um, lots of CG. Um, I will I will say this about this Reva character. Normally, when you see somebody in a movie or a television show trying to play over the top angry, it comes off kind of corny and funny. She mm. didn't. She I actually bought that she was mad. Yeah, I will so say that. I, but I'm her. actually disappointed. I'm actually disappointed of her overall storyline. Her story because was a went, little because eh. it went nowhere. Unless they bring her back in season two and then they kill her off. <laughs> that's why that's what made Rogue One so good is they brought in all these new all these new characters. You went that, into Rogue One knowing that they all die though. Like that there right, was no there that. was no surprise there at all. <laughs> right. So so why introduce this mo- this new character and then she is obviously a force sensitive person who mm-hmm. has been siding with the empire for so long. We don't know. What where does she ha- what happens to her? Hopefully we'll find out. It's like out. Obi-Wan well, gives her her blessing. Listen, listen, we spent a good 45 minutes complaining about a lot of things and 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 the plot of some things are definitely one of them. Now we're talking about acting. We're we're, we're moving mm-hmm. on from that, Chuck. Come on. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> but like the acting in the show has been was fantastic and she is definitely a part of that and like I was saying she pulled off the 
I am I I am bitter. I am carrying around this weight from my childhood, and somebody is I just just want somebody to pay. She did that very well. Normally, when you see that, it comes off really corny. But she she did a good job. She, she did like good. everybody in and the I show say, did a really good job with the with with the material that they were giving, with the exception of I am what you made me. So, and the guy forget who what his name is the guy who played Owen Lars. Um, he's an uh, he's. Played in a lot of big stuff too. Like he played yeah, in a movie called most, most recently, um, mm-hmm. more 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 lately than he was before. Yeah. Well, he also played um, Pharaoh in Egyptian Gods and Kings with Christian yep. Bale. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and yeah, Exodus. Exodus. Yeah. That's what I mean. Exodus, Gods and Kings. Um, and he's actually a decent. He's actually a really good actor. Yeah, he is. Uh, and I thought he played Owen Lars's character fairly well. What is there about um, his character, though, that we know? Like, you can't. I, I, I don't. I don't. Like, he's a good he's actor. A farm, he's, well, a, he's a farmer. He's a moisture farmer. This. He's a We've farmer. talked about this. The next, the next project they need to do, right? What, what's the project, Chuck? It's a, a documentary. Ne- oh, is a document is a mockumentary <laughs> of what it is to be a moisture farmer. I would actually watch this. This is <laughs> well, something. This is something that I would watch and I would demand that we review. Like, I would. I would absolutely. I am much more interested in a mockumentary about moist evaporators <laughs> than I am about like. The MCU Christmas special that Lee wants to do by himself. So, and the thing would be, and the, and the thing that would be Guardians funny is having galaxy. James Earl Jones actually do the voiceover for the narration. That would be fantastic. That would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but you just sit there like, we need moisture because I hate sand. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Oh my god, yeah, I would, oh, I would be geez. all about that. A mockumentary on voice evaporate, moist evaporators. That would be fantastic. Welcome to the world of Tatooine. Here is the you first. No, that's how. Welcome to Tatooine. <laughs> yep. <laughs> welcome to Get <Verizon>. Will Smith. <laughs> one of the uh, local. One of the local. Actually, it's either it's either the Welcome to Verizon or sorry, Welcome to Tatooine, which was his thing there, or this is Tatooine. <laughs> you know they. Yeah, you, you know they. We could get Morgan that, Freeman. Right? We could get Morgan Freeman to come over. It's either going to be it. him, if James Earl Jones, or the um the Allstate guy, whatever his name is. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's got another. In, he wasn't. He got another good narrating, narrating voice. Yeah, he's been in a bunch of stuff. But I'm just saying, like that would yep. be. Wasn't he in Heat? He wasn't. He was like he was a big character in Heat. Was I he? Thought. Yeah, I thought he was. You know what? You know what my problem is. I always get yeah. Heat confused with um. Is it the same movie? <laughs> Probably. Isn't there two heats? And um, what's his name? No, was in there's both heat, of them? and then there, then there's the heat, and that's the one that has Sandra Bullock. Oh and, yeah. Um... <laughs> what am I thinking of? I don't know what I'm thinking of. Sandra Bullock. I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, Melissa McCarthy. Sandra Bullock. <laughs> Anyways, so I, I just think that would be that would be pretty hilarious. But the whole CNN thing, you know that they they actually illegally obtained his voice. Uh, James Earl Jones's voice um, for the this is CNN. He sued. What they right? did was he sued. <laughs> yeah. He sued. He there was a thing about he it. He has his voice patented. That's why. Like so, what happened was he he was doing an interview does he really? with them. Yeah, he so has he his was voice. doing yes. absolutely. He has his voice copywritten. Awesome. He has his voice uh, uh, patented. I'm sorry, copywritten. He has his voice copywritten. Yeah. So even if you like yeah, mimic it, <laughs> he can come after you. <laughs> That's messed up. That's but how awesome. is that messed up? <laughs> 
He has one of the I most just, iconic just, voices you can't in cinematic mimic history. Him? He has one of the most iconic voices in cinematic history. How? I why know, would you, you can't not mimic copyright it? his voice? You him, Morgan it? Freeman, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds is a fantastic narrator. Yes. Like he is a fantastic. I don't. I don't blame any. Okay. I don't blame any of these men for copywriting their voices and saying, "Yeah, like, I, I want to get that, paid." That's one of the things that made Daredevil. I mean, Daredevil. Wow. <laughs> Deadpool. Deadpool. Um, really, really good was Ryan Reynolds narrating it as he went along. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Yes. It's he's a even Blade Trinity. Was great yeah. when he started narrating. Like he's talking Hello. about um, Dracula, and he's narrating. It's like it's that is Ryan Reynolds, and that's not even and, a, that's, yeah. and that's not even a good movie. No, it's not. <laughs> Blade Trinity is not a good movie. Right. Nope. So, so he was he, um, James Earl Jones was doing an interview with somebody on CNN, and they said to him, "Hey, um, how would you say this is CNN?" And then he said, "This is CNN." So they literally took that soundbite and started using it. Okay, that's copyright infringement. Yeah, <laughs> that was a big. That's what happened. So everybody that's knows it. Like, horrible. oh, it's, he did this. This is CNN. They're like, yeah, but he he had to get paid for that. Yeah. They tried to do it without him knowing. Like, there was a big. That was a big thing. It was. It was hilarious. Not to him. <laughs> no, he probably cleaned up. No, no. That's a, that's the thing though. Is you have someone like James Earl Jones who, like Anthony Daniels, is a staple in the Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. How does he feel about what's going on? How does I know we all know how Mark Hamill feels about what's going on? I mean, yes, James Earl Jones is, you know, to be a voice actor takes, from what I understand, takes a lot more work than just, you know, reading the lines. Like they're acting as they're reading. I can't so imagine. Earl- I can't imagine the pressure that you must be under to emote vocally in a sound studio with nothing else going on around you. Like yeah. that has to take it, a lot of effort. And to yeah. do it as if you're in the midst of that whole scene, like to 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 play out the whole fighting scene that you see between Darth and um, Obi Wan, and you're hearing. James Earl Jones's voice the whole time and you're like he you're honestly he has to imagine himself he has to imagine himself there in those moments I give a lot I give a lot of credit to voice actors yeah like when you go when you watch the original Toy Story movie I'm amazed at Mm. like the job that that Tim Allen and Tom Tom Hanks accomplished yeah Mm -hmm. oh fantastic it was amazing fantastic yeah, that and movie. I mean, I wouldn't James say Earl it's, Jones it's was in fantastic my... in this film, in this series. Oh yeah. Now, I wouldn't say one. Toy Story is in my top ten technically. No, but as far no, as, no. as far as animated stuff, I no. But I'm saying as far as animated stuff goes, that movie was the most impactful. That was the first fully CG film, and it blew me away to the point where I saw that in theaters twice. As a kid, I'm like, I need to see it again. And they're like, why? I'm like, because I need to study it. That was like, a, I was just obsessed with that it. That was a big jump. What ninety five when that came out? Yeah, I believe so. Ninety five yeah. when that came out, that was a massive mm-hmm. jump for. It was. Cinema. It was af- shortly after the Lion King. And like and like you said, it, it's yeah. not the greatest movie in the world, but still, it's just like, oh my god, you have mm. to, you have to be impressed. It's it still well, it holds the, up. It was, the, it was like the kickoff for Pixar. Pixar. Mm-hmm. Pixar's big jump. That was, bef- that was before they were Disney. That was just Pixar. Just then Pixar. Dis- yeah, then Disney bought them out, and then they start going downhill. Huh, let me think here for a second. Hey, Wally Disney wasn't keeps bad. ruining things. What? <laughs> Wally wasn't bad. <laughs> Wally was awful. Wally w- You didn't like Wally? 
No. I liked Wally. I'm <laughs> keeping my mouth shut Wally. about Wally. Moving on <laughs> from Wally. So, last thing that I want to bring up about this is uh, how do we feel about Endor? How do we feel about Endor or Andor? Andor, Endor. That's the, I'm sorry. One's a place. The other one's a person. Okay. So I just want to make sure that we're not talking about where the Ewoks live. No, we're not talking, really about talk about talking about where the Ewoks Endor. live. We're talking about the new series that's coming up. I mean, at that point, we might as well just talk about the Ewok adventures while we're at it. No. No? You don't want to watch no. the Ewok adventures? All right. No. So Andor. Andor, um, we are looking at Andor coming out in August, I believe, right? The series will explore the a new. The series will explore a new perspective from the Star Wars galaxy, focused on Cassian Endor's journey to discovering the difference he can make. The series brings forward the tale of the burgeoning rebellion against the Empire and how people and planets become involved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm. I thought he was good in Rogue One. So did I. So I'm interested in seeing where they go with it. What else, What other things are going to tie in? If they bring Alan Tudyk in to play um, K2SO again. That would be that, fantastic. That would be amazing, and I think that would make the show because he was my one of my favorite parts in Rogue One. Yeah, I if they're gonna do if they're gonna if they're gonna keep the same feel as Rogue One, I think that it will destroy Obi Wan Kenobi and Boba Fett. No, the only thing that destroys Obi Wan Kenobi is Darth Vader. I well, think no, he the, gets, the, the, I think it'll be better than him. I think if, if they, they do, if they do this right, and there is no force. There is no Jedi nonsense. There is no Skywalker anything. It's just mm. this group, this crew, you know, rebellion. It'll be awesome. I think this will be well, that's the same I thing. think this will be if amazing. It, if it's just if they bring in if they bring in Organa, what's his name? That'll be fine. I would be okay with that. Yeah, if, if Bale's in it. Because he was in Rogue One too. But just as like a small cameo, like they didn't you know, like they did in Obi-Wan, just have a small cameo here and there. Um, that would be fine because he is a big part of the rebellion. I don't I don't want to see a 17 or 16 year old Leia. Nope. With with a with a blaster. Nope. I don't want to see that at all. Now Not do you think we bit. do you think we might see Forrest Whitaker show up in here as Saw Gerrera? Ooh. That would be interesting. I actually probably would I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't it. mind that at all. Even yeah. as a even as a quick cameo would be fine too. Mm-hmm. It would make sense that he would be involved one way or another. I would want um, if he if he is, I would want him to turn that crazy up to eleven because that was some of my favorite stuff out of Rogue One. What's yeah. his name yeah. who plays um the bad guy in Rogue One? Um, what's his name? The bad guy. Oh, yeah. um, you mean like the the main bad guy there, the Ben Mendelsohn? Yeah, the guy who has the little Krennic. He has like a list. Dur- director Krennic. Krennic. I would love to see him be the the main one of the main bad guys in this TV show too. It will be um, a like deep fake Grandma Tarkin. <sighs> Another one, <laughs> like they did in Rogue One. Yeah, right. Uh, he he was only governor at that point. Okay. Well, no, not they can not still Tarkin. Do it, the, I know. No, we're talking. Krennic. We're not talking Krennic. about Tarkin. We're talking about Krennic. Okay. Yeah, he to see him would be Talos. You know, <laughs> Yeah, he would be. He would be uh, to see him again would be cool. I mean, not to see him as a bad guy like he, like he is now. Just to see him being. Mm, I, th- I don't out. think they. I don't think they would do it because um, he was already the bad guy once. Need to do he again. was the bad guy. I don't think it makes sense to bring him in there. I'm wondering. Um, 
so the, the other thing that I'm thinking if what what types of things are going to add into it if they don't have Jedi they might have characters like the character that Donnie Yen played um the one who was like the blind dude who was like I'm trusting the force I'm trusting the force he wasn't a Jedi quite but he was trying to be I am one connected. with the force and the force is with me yeah. I am exactly. one with the force and the force is with me yeah like I think we'll see some stuff like that not straight up Jedi but we'll see we'll I think we'll be getting some connections there because that's what kind of glues I mean it's the force that binds us the universe together yes. it's it's all going to be in there one way or another you're going to see the force whether you see Jedi Probably not. I, you might hear talks of it, but I don't think it's going to be anything like like what we're seeing here. Well, they t- do you think they'll bring in the Mandalorian to something like this? That would be cool. Um, but it's it's way before he was born. Way before, so probably well, not uh, it wasn't way before not, not he born. Was born. He was he was a kid. He was a kid. Oh, but if they yeah, if they tie it in with him being a kid, and then you're like Din Djar, and you go, oh, that would be cool. I mean, according to according to another synopsis that I'm reading, this is five years before Rogue One. Right, which makes sense. So, and Rogue yeah. One is before that, and then so, Mandalorian is what eight years or five years after Jedi. So this is five, five years, years before Rogue yeah. One. It's five years before a New Hope. A New Hope, basically. Too. Okay, yeah. so we're looking at fifteen, fifteen, twenty years ish. Okay. So this is five years after Obi Wan. All right, mm-hmm. so Mando's like a teenager. Okay. At this point, uh, roughly. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you. I don't think you could need to do. I don't think you need to do that. You don't need to. I don't think you need but to do that. They might, considering they showed Luke <laughs> just so he could, you know, pass out before he sees a lightsaber so they don't break continuity. <sighs> I don't know. I think this I think this has potential. I didn't even I didn't even think about that. That's so true. Well, that's all I thought of. He's getting chased by somebody. I'm like, I wonder if he sees this lightsaber because later on he has no idea what None. it is to the point where he's staring down like the barrel of it. None. It's like, be careful with that. that. And it's like the first thing you do is stab your eyeball out. That's so true. That's hilarious. Uh, yeah. Some of like they. They come really close to a line, and then they go, "Oh, we're gonna stop right here. Like we're yeah. gonna push it. We're gonna push it here." And that's the thing is, they're pushing envelopes where they don't need to, and they no. sh- and they're holding back where they need to actually push through. Right. Um, I have a feeling uh, like I have a feeling that somewhere in the writers' room, there's just a group of people sitting around, and one person with a brain goes, "You know, we're really gonna bother a lot of Star Wars fans if we do this," and then somebody else mm-hmm. just laughs, like, "Ha ha 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 ha!" Exactly. <laughs> yep pretty much that's our goal <laughs> pretty much Kinda, yeah and people will still buy but it anyways like i was saying this 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 show that's coming out to me this has a lot of potential yep to me this has a lot of potential i just i, I, I think it, I, I think it does I, too see, yeah i think I, I i maintain i don't want to see anything jedi or skywalker or force nonsense in this i want it to be you know the empire rebellion and just whatever that is going to do if you do something minimal with vader fine but it should be minimal like i mean minimal minimal min- like he's sitting on a throne giving out orders like that's that i don't want him to do anything else <laughs> or like a no. hologram or exactly yeah or something like that or a hologram like he does not need to get on another ship and wreck like, I don't want to see no. that because it would be nope. way too easy because at that point, it's like he's Superman. He can do whatever he wants and he's all powerful. Right. I don't want to see anything like that. I I, I, no. I desperately just want to see 
Empire v. Rebellion in whatever battle that would be without any magic. So that's that's where I'm at. And I think if they do that and they do it well, you know, and, and, and this guy who played Cassian in Rogue One, he was fantastic in the movie. The rest of the cast was, was awesome at the movie. I agree with the two of you on all that. I think this has a lot a lot going for it right now. But we will see. I've been disappointed before. Yeah. So I have I have a question then since we're going into what's coming up. What are your expectations on um Love and Thunder? Oh, well, we don't talk about that. We're talking about Star Wars. <laughs> hey, it's it's all Disney Plus now. It's all Disney. That's true. Oh, man. Um I have no idea. I, I mean, I, I do I have an idea? I feel like it's just going to be Ragnarok Part 2. Why is that a bad thing? Because Ragnarok was the I, best Thor movie. <laughs> did I say it was a bad thing? Okay. I said I have no All idea. Right. Are they, I, I want to see why they're bringing Jane back. That makes... Well, because, because there's love and thunder. And thunder. <laughs> <laughs> so is he like, is he going to get married? Like, is that the way that this I, movie I is kind of looking like it's going to end? Should like be they're, they're going to get married? Well, no, he he gained he got his he got his dad bod, then he got rid of it, mm-hmm. and then she came back. Ah, how Thor got his a, groove back. Now she's a goddess. <laughs> how? <laughs> What's could, really cool though is she actually gets Molnir, and like she's able to use it like again, and she can. What do you mean she again? Can, she's never no, used it. No, no, no. She gets she gets to use it. I'm saying like it's usable, but then she could actually like shoot out the, the fragments like if you saw the trailer like she wasn't just using it as a hammer it actually she threw it off and it like went off in different directions like projectiles and then came back so she's got like Molnir's like even more powerful now that it's been broken into millions of pieces so it's kind of cool I, I okay <laughs> I hope I don't know what I to hope there's I hope there's but. some kind of explanation at the beginning of it like, like, like on Cap's time travel adventure, he screwed something up, and that's why we're here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Or something on the moon. Or something on the moon. He's still there. <laughs> oh, Cap is on the moon. Cap is on the moon. I'm not letting I these told- throwaway lines go. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Nope. You have two, I told- you have two different have- characters I- talking about Cap being on the moon. We have an aerospace engineer and Ralph. I am still very upset Ralph. at all of these things. I'm not. I'm never going to let any of I'm, them go. I'm telling you, Disney gets their hands involved and they just ruin Ralph. it for everybody. Ralph. <laughs> we again. We go back to. I go back to. I watched Captain America the other night, and I told my wife. I said, because at the very end of the film, they have a planned date for a movie, and I said. Goes full circle. Twenty three movies later, that happens. He gets his dance. <laughs> he gets his dance. Years later, he finally gets his dance. Twenty three movies yep. and seventy. Oh, okay, years later. fine. Yeah, twenty three movies. I said years. My apologies. Twenty three movies later, and he finally gets his dance. So, do you prefer First Avenger over Civil War? No. I, I, mean, I mean, Winter Soldier. Uh-huh. I I I like mm. Winter Soldier a lot. I like it better than. First Avenger. Okay, so do I. I just appreciate... It's just, with what we're watching now with Shang-Chi and Eternals and Multiverse of Madness, it, it feels like they lost what they started out with. 
Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. they're not who they used to all be. All like, of all of Phase One kind of feels that way, but it was so good, right? Like I watched First Avengers and I was like, there was good acting in it. There was good everything. Like they brought in like Tommy Lee. I forgot that Tommy Lee Jones was even in the film, yeah. and I was like, he did phenomenal. Yeah, he was fantastic. Like, no, I, I think he was better when he was in DC. <laughs> no. Bring it up without he, bringing it up. Smooth. <laughs> Schumacher. <laughs> My favorite films. Um, no, I, it was just, it was so good. And to see what they did with Chris Evans going from tiny cap to masked, like to jacked Chris Evans. That was phenomenal. What's his name? Who plays the doctor who transforms him? Um, Tucci. F- yeah. Yeah. He is a phenomenal actor. Yeah, he was good. He's a, you don't see acting like that anymore. And yet, <laughs> I mean, he played in, have you seen, have you seen the, the core with? Absolutely. With, you know, Hillary, Hillary Swank. <laughs> Hillary Swank. No. Um, Aaron Eckhart. No. Yeah. It's it's uh, not bad. We talked about it was on our list. Remember, was it? It was actually a decent film. It was it's on a, our list of, of you of a movie that you've so never seen. The, oh, okay. the quick premise of the film is the core of the Earth stops moving, so the Earth itself is on the verge of not moving any, not rotating, which will then it's, kill. It came around around the same time as the day after tomorrow, so it's basically and, um, the same film but just different, um, different plan. And deep like, impact. Yeah. It was all during the deep impact Armageddon phase. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so they had to drill to the core of the earth in this thing that could withstand. Well, the, I mean, Armageddon the, was like 97. So uh, was these movies. No, no. Same the core time. was later on. The core was in the 2000s. Are you sure? I'm, I'm positive. Same with um, it, it Day doesn't, After, it uh, doesn't Day matter. It, t- it took place during the, the disaster movie era when that was just really mm-hmm. popular for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. So Armageddon wasn't a bad yeah, movie. He, he did, <laughs> Armageddon wasn't a bad movie. Overall, it wasn't a bad movie, but it was just, it was one of those things where, you know, I don't want to close my eyes, got played so that song was much. Everywhere. It was everywhere. That it song just, was absolutely everywhere. That song made me almost hate Aerosmith. What's funny like, about and it? I am, though, and is... I am, I am a, a, a 70s rock to the core guy. And that movie single-handedly almost destroyed Aerosmith for me. I was like, I hate this song. Yeah. If they made Armageddon and didn't make the rest of the end of the world, you know, films like that, Deep Impact, which basically was Armageddon Deep with Impact Frodo. was the same movie. It was the exact, was the exact, same, exact movie. same movie. Absolutely. Only, only this time the rock actually hit Earth and there was a flood, and but they were, everybody was right. fine. Yep. Yeah, everyone's, everyone's fine. Um, what was the other movie? If it wasn't for... Oh, what was the what, what was that movie with um, where the volcano went off, with uh, volcano? What was it? Volcano. <laughs> Dante's Peak. Yeah, Dante's volcano. Peak. Dante's Peak is oh, another Don, one. No, volcano was Jamie Lee. Uh, Jamie Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. Jamie Lee Jones. Dante's Peak. Dante's Peak was Vertical. with Pierce, Pierce Bronson. Pierce yeah. Brosnan, yeah. Linda Hamilton. Yeah, which yeah. was a decent film, along mm-hmm. with like Vertical Limit, was a decent film. Vertical um, Limit with Robin. That was a sorry, Chris O'Donnell. Chris O'Donnell, yeah. <laughs> um, there were decent films, what they were made, but it was like 
again, you had people taking risks on what kind of movies to make. It wasn't cookie cutter. It wasn't this, eh. Um, Armageddon, though, would have been fantastic. I just think that they, it got overplayed. And the 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 soundtrack got overplayed. Way which is what well, the, move, the movie hit every genre. And that's why that movie was so big. Because it was very comedic. It was very yeah. dramatic. You know, the soundtrack. It was very sci-fi. Like, it, it had that's its where you have action Owen Wilson. That's where you have Owen Wilson saying the, his line of, have you even seen Star Wars? Have you even seen Star Wars? <laughs> I'd be Han Solo and you'd be Chewbacca. <laughs> wow. But I mean, Buscemi was in that. Duvall was in that, right? Like that, it was it was huge. I will say that is what brought. Um, that's what made. Um, what's his name? Um, Thornton. Um, who? Bad, bad, bad Santa. What's his name? Billy Bob Billy Thornton. Bob Thornton. Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah. That was some fan. He did a fantastic job in that movie. He, that's what. That's what made his. That's what shot his career to where it became. It was that movie. Because he wasn't. He wasn't as big. He wasn't well known before that movie. No, you're right. Uh, he, well, he wasn't okay. He wasn't well. French fried known. taters. <laughs> Yeah, what? I guess so. What'd you say, mm, Lee? Mm, French, French fried, fried taters. taters. <laughs> Ain't got no gas in it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because then he did Eagle Eye, which he was basically almost the same role, which was a fantastic... Um, which, didn't you guys do that at one point? Yeah, we Eagle did do Eye. Eagle Eye. Yeah. I wish I was part of it, because that's a fantastic film, too. But And, and the, um, the Falcons in it. Very young Anthony Mackie. Oh, you're right. Yep. You're you're quite right, quite right. So, well, I think, I don't know about you guys, but I think I'm, I'm all out of steam today. I'm tapped. I'm all out of steam. Yep. I'm tapped. All right. Well, it's been fun, and we're excited to uh, launch into our next project next week to talk about the girliest little teeny bopperous <laughs> thing we've ever talked about everybody's gonna We're only doing everybody's gonna listen to two grown men talk about a teenage <laughs> girl drama or whatever it is i will not be I taking think, part in this <laughs> i think i think when we're done doing this six-part miniseries we're gonna also feed into 10 things i hate about you or she's all that one of the two um just mm. so that we can you know come full circle on you know, us coming of age to our, you know, late mm-hmm. teenage girly years. What is the oh, um dear. what is the official date that we're gonna start on Endor? It it comes out at the end of August, so we're not gonna be doing that September. until September. All right. So, yeah. So Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> So that being said, um <laughs> Wow Stay tuned for, for Miss Marvel next week. <laughs> I will say this, if, if, if she wasn't going, to, if it wasn't feeding into the new Captain Marvel film, we wouldn't even mm. be touching this film, this, this TV right. show. We're only, we're only doing it to get prepared just to understand what's going to happen, right? That's, that's the only that's, reason we're doing it. That's why I'm set. that's, that's what I'm, that's what I'm holding to. <laughs> I think we, we started recording it and I came in going... I don't know why we're doing this. Nope, we have like, no idea. But no we started it, so we're gonna we're gonna finish it. You guys, go <laughs> ahead. For everybody who's listening right now, please do not unsubscribe to our feed. <laughs> just just 
just if, hold if, on. If you don't just, like it, just 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 hold on. Just, it will end. Hey, we got movies. We've got, we movies, got movies coming, coming out, out too. We got movies so, coming out. I mean, let's go ahead and announce what we've got coming up right now. We're gonna so we're doing, actually going to go over the two Blade we're Runners. Do the two Blade Runner films. Which yep. I can't wait. Should be for very that. interesting. You're going to have to. It's going to take a little bit until we can get to it. But <laughs> we're going to do it, and it's going to be. Uh, it's going to be. They're long movies, right? For, well, yeah. actually, all, I mean, for for yeah. For all, for all you listeners out there, you know, it might be painful to listen to us talk about Miss Marvel for the next six weeks. It's Ms. been painful Ms. for Marvel. us talking it will be, about it, it, it for the next six weeks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, you know, I mean, I'm not going to yeah. listen, so. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. Neither am I. Right. <laughs> We're well, not thank even you gonna guys listen so to much. our own podcast. We're just gonna throw it out there and here you go. You guys you guys listen to our podcast? I do. I listen I listen to uh, us all the time. I I, I I this conversation is already long enough for me. I don't need to hear it again. So oh, I, I love don't, I don't listen I to love our listening to our podcast because then it just <laughs> I get to hear like I get listening to our conversation and listening to it as if I'm not part of it, it actually makes me think about things differently than just being part of the conversation. Ditto. The few times I've listened to it, I start responding and I'm like, oh, this isn't live. Ditto. I, I do the same thing. <laughs> I also like, um, I when I re-listen to it, I pick up on certain things like, oh, this could be different. That could be different. I could edit this differently. Yep. Um, the whole thing when mm. I asked the, the both of you at certain points, hey, can you turn your gain down just a little bit? It, it, it all feeds into that. You, oh, you, yeah. you pick up on a lot of different things when you re-listen to it. That's so. why I recorded every single show my band played. I mean, as many as I could. I brought my video camera and I recorded it. I'm like, this is guys. Here's what we need to do to step it up. Hey, let's try it. Let's try dragging the intro a little bit, or you know, adding something new here. Um, but yeah, no, it's good to have. But True. And to, we are going to, to sign to, off. To sign off with the most infamous line ever: the next six weeks may I'm be sorry. worse than torture. <laughs> good luck on that one, guys. They were for us. Have, have, have fun. Have a good one, guys. All right, peace. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.